So I came across a very interesting um, comment that showed up on my channel, and I've also noticed a few um, videos out there where other people are talking about how it looks like there is a forced agenda to bring about the events of Revelation, that the um, you know the wars and so on and so forth that are supposed to be happening prophetically are somehow or another being forced, and so they're not. It's not the real fulfillment of these things that we read about in the book. The reason people think this way is because they're under the impression that the seals, for example, the first four seals, the rider on the white horse, uh, the rider on the red horse that takes peace from the earth, the, the, uh, the rider on the black horse with the scales, you know, so much food for a whole days of wages, the, the pestilence and disease and so on and so forth, um, the depopulation agenda that's out there. They think that this is the judgment of God. People think that the seals are the judgment of God. The seals are not the judgment of God. Okay, The seals are the powers that be, or that shouldn't be, who are being spiritually energized by Satan and his guys. They, Satan has an agenda he's pushing forward where he can get his son on the throne to rule the world. That is the goal. That's the satanic goal is to get the seed of the serpent ruling the world as the Messiah. That's his goal. And he's been pushing forward this agenda for thousands of years, for, for this very day, for this time we're living in. He has an agenda and he's been bringing it forth. Satan has been using the Babylonian harlot system to do this for the last thousands of years. He's used a system. It's a system of um, pyramidal hierarchical institutions and uh, it's a system of brainwashing, desensitizing, and it's groupthink, and it's all kinds of things. And it's it separates people so that they become enemies with one another. It it impoverishes people. It's it's in the the financial system, it's in education, it's in religion, it's everywhere. It's like in the Matrix, um, where I forget his name. <laughs> he tells uh, Neo, the Matrix is everywhere. It's everywhere you go. And, and in a lot of ways, it's like if we're fish, it's the water we're swimming in. And it's hard to even see it because it's everywhere. This is the Babylonian harlot system. Right now, Satan is ruling through a system because his son isn't here yet. The fake Messiah is not here yet. But everything is leading up to the time when Satan will have his false son sitting on the throne and ruling the world. And at the exact time when the Antichrist begins to rule at the time of the abomination of desolation, the harlot isn't needed anymore. This present world system, the, the operators behind it, um, the structure of it is going to come crashing down. The beast hates the harlot, the ten kings hate the harlot, and they're going to destroy her in a single hour 
with fire, smoke, and sulfur. It's the hour, day, month, and year that Babylon will be destroyed. And Babylon isn't a country. It isn't a city. It originally was the city. It was the city of Babel. And when people spread out after God confused the languages, they took Babel with them. They took all the, the values and principles of operation and control and so on, and they're everywhere in the world. And that's why the harlot sits on many waters, because her presence is everywhere. And there are certain places that are seats of power for the harlot, Washington, D.C., New York, Brussels, London, um, you know, Paris, the Vatican. There are seats of power primarily in the Western world. From these places, uh, it's where Satan has been operating through the harlot system. This is all going to be destroyed. It's the phoenix rising from the ashes. They have to bring all of this down. And the, the way they collapse empires is through wars. And this is part of the satanic agenda that Satan has been planning for for thousands of years. So we're right at the end now. Okay, we're right at the end. We have a global world where it's it's one world right now. We're so interconnected with one another globally that it all you have to do is pull, you know, one block out of the Jenga tower and the whole thing will come tumbling down. And it's been constructed this way so that it doesn't take much in the end to collapse the whole thing. And that is the agenda. The agenda is to collapse this. Okay, the, the whole satanic agenda is the phoenix rising out of the ashes. They have to collapse this. Satan knows that. And so that's why these wars are going to happen. We have to get the depopulation according to his thinking. It's easier to control fewer people than it is to control a lot. So what's happening is just actually the, you know, Satan bringing his plan to fruition. It's out in the open. Um, the, the seals are not God's judgment. The seals are when Christ finally gives permission for these things to happen. Satan finally gets permission to let his, um, his false son come riding out on the scene the rider on the white horse. He's permitted to wear a crown. He's given permission to do this. It's not that this is originating from God as part of God's judgment. This is originating from Satan. And it's, it's, he's been pressing at, at the bar here to, to finally break through so that he can um, you know, begin his full-fledged, full onslaught end time stuff. And the rider on the red horse, when the second seal is opened, it says that he, the rider was permitted, he's given permission to take peace from the earth so that men should slay one another. And he was given a great sword. He's granted permission. He's finally permitted to do this. This is what happens when Christ opens the second seal. And it's not just wars. It's people... Um, slaying one another. And look, this is already starting. It's already um, not that this um, red horse rider has been given his sword yet. He hasn't, but 
the Bible says we're going to see the, the day approaching. We're going to see the day coming when this is going to happen, when people are going to be slaying one another. And it's not just wars. It's people slaying one another. So um, there's been a call for um, certain people to have a day of rage tomorrow, Friday, the 13th. And this is a worldwide call. This is, um, you know, satanic incitement for people to be at war with one another, to slay one another. Okay, this is, this is the day approaching. We can see this on the horizon. We can see where it's not just going to be one religion against another or one race against another. This is, this is going to be huge. This is worldwide. Peace taken from the earth. And he's permitted to do this. This is not God's wrath. This is God allowing these things to move forward. Okay, the third seal I heard the third living creature say, come, and I saw a black horse and its rider had a balance in his hand. And I heard what seemed to be a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius, but do not harm the oil and wine. This black horse rider is basically telling us that there's going to be price controls put in place for poor people, but the rich people, oil and wine are they're going to be fine. And of course, they are going to be fine. They got their underground bunkers and they've got their hidey holes and they've got their um, wealth in terms of resources stored up for the next few years so that when bad things are taking place on the earth, they can be down there in their underground spaces where it's safe, they think, <laughs> safe. And the fourth seal, I heard the voice of a, the fourth living creature saying, Come, and I saw and behold a pale horse, and its rider's name was Death, and Hades followed him. And they too were permitted. Okay, they were given power. This is, this is the passive tense. They were permitted. They're allowed. The restraint is lifted, and they are allowed to have power over a fourth of the earth, to kill with sword, with famine, with pestilence, and by the wild beasts of the earth. So all of these seals are, uh, the first four, are all part of a group, okay? And that's why death and Hades are given power over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword that the red horse rider got, and with famine, which is the black horse rider, with pestilence, and by wild beasts of the earth. All right, so... The restraint um, is not about the Holy Spirit leaving. The restraint is actually about Christ giving permission to these spirits to ride and to do what Satan has been planning all along through the harlot agenda. So everything that you see out there right now happening in terms of, of alignments of nations, people taking sides, um, countries siding with one another, alliances that you know have been formed or alliances that are being formed and are tightening up. And you can see the world is, is getting prepared for a massive war, a massive war. And it's the Middle East that's setting this off. I've always said there's no rapture 
apart from a war in the Middle East, that this is something that has to happen. That unless the woman, Israel, goes into travail, there is no child being born and then caught up. This is the process that Revelation 12, the sign of the dragon, is actually telling us the story that's going to surround the rapture of the male child. This is the story that this travail is going to happen. And then on the day that we are raptured, that's the day that seals one through four are going to be opened. There's no more restraint on any of this. And then later on, when the fifth seal is opened, uh, believers are going to be martyred okay, by, by the millions. People who've come to Christ um, are going to be martyred by the millions. The fifth seal is um, under the altar, the souls of those who've been slain. Again, this is not the wrath of God. This is the things that are happening because um, Christ is opening the seals and allowing or permitting these things to take place. God is not pouring out his wrath on fifth seal martyrs. This is none of this is the wrath of God. Okay, you don't get to anything that looks like the wrath of God until you get to the sixth seal. And then it's the signs uh, in the heavens where the sun goes dark and the moon turns to blood. And according to Matthew 24, that takes place after the abomination of desolation in conjunction with the sign of the Son of Man appearing in heaven and before the second coming of Christ. That's when the sixth seal takes place. It's one of the easiest seals to know when it's going to happen. Uh, it, it's one of the clearest events in the timeline of the end times. The sixth seal is we can know when that takes place because of what we read in Matthew. Matthew 24, it's very clear. Jesus, uh, the disciples were asking what's the sign of his coming. And he says, and his coming is his parousia, his appearing to rule and reign, not the rapture. And the um, and he said that it was going to be after the sun goes dark and the moon turns to blood and the sign of the Son of Man appears in heaven. The sign of the Son of Man appearing in heaven. And then shortly after that would be his second coming. So the things that we're seeing in the world today are the things that we would expect to see as we see the day approaching. The day that we leave is the day that all hell breaks out on earth because the first four seals are going to be opened. And we can see that the groundwork for this has already been laid in the world. All right, so I just thought I'd put this out there and, you know, keep your head on a swivel and be in prayer and always be watching um, because. You know, stuff is happening. We're, we're at the end of the age. We're getting there. We're getting toward the end of the age. And none of us have been here before. Okay, so we're, we're all seeking the Lord about how this is going to play out, what our role is in all of this. And, you know, so just be in prayer and be hopeful. Look up because our redemption is drawing nigh. So we'll see you on another video. Till then, have a blessed day.